Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Pull List Priorities for January 15th, 2020. Uh, Pull List Priorities, if you're not familiar, quick rundown. It's me hyping up the books that come out on January 15th, 2020. Is it all the books? No. Um, but it's not necessarily all the books that I'm getting either. Don't discriminate. You'll you'll soon find out. Uh, quick warning, not safe for work, because sometimes I get pretty, pretty excited about these here comic books and spout off naughty language words. So let's get hyped about some comics. Um, we're going to start out with v- v- Valiant. Valiant Comics, we're going to Bloodshot. Bloodshot number five. I've been digging Bloodshot. It's, it's a book that... I mean, it's an action romp, is what it is. It's a true action romp. Brett Booth and Tim Seeley, they are killing it. Killing it. All the covers are amazing. All of them can never decide, so I just take whatever book they put in my pull box. Um, But yeah, and Bloodshot's been awesome, man. It's cool to have it back, and especially with the Bloodshot movie, getting ready to launch the Valiant Cinematic Universe. Fingers crossed. Next up from Valiant, we got two books. Two books. Rye, number three, of easily, easily my favorite Valiant book. Uh, Rye is absolutely incredible. Fuck, who's doing Rye? Uh, Dan Abnett and Juan Jose Rip. The art and the story is always absolutely incredible. I I fucking love this book. I love it so much. It's, god damn, is it so much fun. (laughs) Those are the two coming out. Once again, three covers to choose from. I think I'm more of a... Hmm, I don't know. I think I like the cover A there. I think I like that there cover A. Keep it going. Oni Press. Got a little bit of Oni Press, but and still, you know, going quantity means nothing in the world of comic books because Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons Chapter 2 has been nothing but incredible. Nothing short of incredible. I fucking love it so much. And we're at part 4 now, so this is wrapping up this little... This little roundabout story. I like how they took a similar theme and then gave it a whole new twist. I, I'm, I'm digging the hell out of this book. Love it. Highly recommended. Jim Zub, I believe. If I'm, yeah. Yep, Jim Zub and Troy Little. 
killing it. I always get the character sheet variants because, you know. Carrying on, let's jump up to Ahoy Comics. Uh, the Really, the only book I tend to, to shout out when it comes to Ahoy is Second Coming. Admittedly, haven't read it yet, but also super, super excited for it because I know it's just a six-parter. And I want to give it its own trade negotiation. There's a whole bunch of crazy hoopla and what you have it's when it comes to the conservatives in this book and DC Comics. So, yeah, no, I, I hear it's I hear it's great. I do. I love it. Uh, well, I can't say I love it, but I love the idea of it. And I'm excited to jump into it now that it's over. So eventually, it's going to get its own trade negotiations. Let's talk Aftershock. Aftershock Comics, we have Midnight Vista number 5. I don't know what Midnight Vista is. It's Elliot Rawl and Clara Meath. But it was, the, the cover caught my eye. That's for sure. It's, I don't know what that is. But it's neato. Looking. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of trade... I can't say just. It's trade paperbacks coming out of Aftershock for the most part. Three out of four of the releases to be... Precise. Boom Studios. I know the Indies are kind of moving along quick this week. From Boom Studios, okay, we got our Buffy the Vampire Slayer Angel Hellmouth crossover, number four. So there you go, for those of you that are into that. Ghosted in LA, number seven. Don't know anything about this, but I know it doesn't seem like a Brian book. But, you know, there's ghosts and crushes and girls and what have you. Not for me. But there you go. See? I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate. Go, go, Power Rangers number 27. This I'm super into. Admittedly, I might be an issue or two behind. Shit. Maybe just one issue, and then one issue behind on Mighty Morphin. I think is what's going on there. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, gotta do it. I, I love this series. It's easily my favorite boom book. But, well, I don't know. Go, go, or Mighty Morphin. I can't decide. They're both so good. Carrying on, it's Go-Go this week, though, number 27. Uh, Jim Henson, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, number 5. Not a Dark Crystal fan, at all. Will I be talking about this book on the podcast? No, not without a patron donation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, I, don't, I don't like Dark Crystal. Yeah, I know, come at me. But, oh, fuck, I said it. I didn't mean to say it. Ugh, I just cringed. Sorry. Um... Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Uh, well, that's not it. That's all I got. That's it for Dark Crystal talk. <laughs> Red Mother, number two. Ooh, I'm not reading Red Mother, but this is the one where the lady loses her eye and then her eye sees the devil or something like that, or she, the devil can see through that eye or something along those lines. Seems crazy. Didn't pick it up, but it seems crazy. So there you go. That's what I got from Boom this week. Let's jump up to IDW. Dark, dark, DuckTales Fairies. DuckTales Fairies, that's fun to say, and oof, it, there's more. DuckTales Fairies and Scares, number two of three. Good lord, I'm sorry about all that. DuckTales Fairies and Scares, number two of three. See, practice makes better. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not reading DuckTales, but for the little ones, there you go. Oh, and speaking of which, there's also a Disney Comics and Stories number 9. So, bam. Alright, IDW's still killing it for the kids. Killing it for the kids? Dungeons and Dragons Darkened Wish number 4 of 5. So, for the 
the dice rollers out there that like to read other stuff in comic book form. There you have it. Once again, another character sheet variant. Don't get it confused with the D&D Rick and Morty book that's also coming out this week that I had mentioned moments ago. Um, Alright, what's this? From Hellmaster Edition, number 9 of 10. Alright, cool. There you go. I'm sure that means something to someone. Gears of War Hive Busters, number 4 of 5, for the video game nerds. Well, IDW caters to everybody. We got family and DuckTales and D&D and then the movie people because From Hell, I think that's a movie or a book or something. And then Gears of War with the video games. And now we got wrestling. Go versus the Babyface, number three of four. So boom, IDW catering to the wrestling fans, specifically the lady wrestling fans. Or maybe this is just a, a book for people that are a fan of ne Netflix adaptations. Either way, IDW is killing it. Oh, it keeps going, though. It keeps going. Oh, you like Avengers stuff, but you don't like giving Marvel money, at least directly? Well, then buy a Marvel Actions Avengers number 9 book from IDW. Yeah, they somehow have an, uh, the, the, the market on a uh, Marvel IP as well. So, boom. Avengers, you got the old Iron Man and the old Black Panther. You know, all dynamic and whatnot on the cover. If you could see my arm motions right now, look, it would almost look like I'm convulsing, but secretly I'm trying to do karate moves. Um, continuing on. Oh, uh, you know, you're a Napoleon Dynamite fan? Well, yes, I am. I'm a Napoleon Dynamite fan. How about Napoleon Dynamite number three or four? This is maybe my favorite... Fucking, I love it. I love it so much. It's so perfect. The adaptation in comics is so perfect. Ugh, I can't get over how much I love this book. And these photo variants just continue to get cooler and cooler. <laughs> oh, we got a number one from IDW. Oh, you you, you, you like uh, um, Japanese-looking stuff? Uh, IDW has that, too. Uh, this is not a paid advertisement for IDW. Rising Sun number one. Chiyoko and the Koi clan leads a group of powerful warriors, the best each clan has to offer on a mission to save Japan from dragons and monsters. But perhaps the greatest threat she faces is not the many monsters who are ravaging the country, but her own team. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest. As I read that, uh, I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, not, not a Brian book. Just not a Brian book. The art looks really cool, you know? But they really don't... The IDW doesn't even give credit to any uh, um, creators on this. According to the cover, we got Mars, Rodriguez, Cocolo, and Male Hag. May Hag. That's a fun name. Or at least that's what it looks like on the cover. I can't tell for sure. May Howl? H-A-O? It's probably May Howl, because May Hag. <laughs> Whoa. But, if it is, no offense. Sorry? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, that's, that's a book that's also coming out of IDW. Oh, look. Another number one of a three-part series. Rom... D <laughs> Try this again. Rom Dire Wraiths. Rom. <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, so Chris Royale, Guy Dorian, and Sal Busima. Alright, Inhumutants. Oh, that's a cool fucking title. Inhumutants? 
Part 1. In 1969, two American astronauts became the first humans to set foot on Earth's moon, but they found something inhuman waiting for them. With Rom, the space knight nowhere in sight, can even the Earth Corp prevent one giant leap for wraith kind? Plus, find out where Rom is in a special backup story with the art by guard guy Dorian Sr. It's a mouthful. And Rom legend Sal Busima. Alright, The Return of Rom, helmed by fan favorite writer Chris Rael and new to Rom artist Luca Pizzari from Weapon X and Black Knight. Right on. So for the Rom fans, IDW, I gotta give it to you this week. You guys, you brought it for anybody. If you're new to comics, go to the IDW section or just look for the IDW tag on books and you'll know it's there's something out there for you. Dark Horse. Aliens vs. Predator, Thicker Than Blood, number 204. I just buy all the Aliens and, pre and or Predator books. I don't necessarily read them. I did, however, read Aliens vs. Predator, Thicker Than Blood, number 1. But it was an honorable mention book. And just that, like I suspected, it's something that deserves to be read in clumps. So perhaps a trade paperback wait. But at the same time, still buy the single issues. Because that's, that's just good for books, right? That's what I do. And the covers are always amazing. It's great art, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with the story. It's just, it's, I think it's better in bulk, is all. Dragon Age Blue Wraith number one of three. I don't know what this is, but I think Dragon Age is a, a game or something. Uh, Chris Weir, Nunzio Di Filippis, and Fernando Heinz Furukawa. That is... Three different kinds of names. Alright, so Fenris, the beloved character from Dragon Age 2, makes his comics debut in the canonical... Canonical? Is that a word? Did I just say that word for the first time in my life and realize... Huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm learning. Canonical continuation of BioWare's dark fantasy epic, with the fanatical Canari seeking to topple the ten... Tenvinter... Majorcy, you guys are fucking killing me with these words. One powerful young mage's desperate search for her father brings her face to face with the notorious mage hunter Fenris the Blue Wraith. I am not a stupid man. Those are just not real words. They made them up. They made most of those words up. I'm convinced of that. Tevinitor? That's not a thing. Um, Continuing on. Obviously, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't have time to play video games and anything like that. So, that's that's not a Brian book. Never played Dragon Age, and if I did, don't remember it. Carrying on, Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy, number two of six. I'm into it. I'm into it. I went in reluctant because it's part of the Black Hammer universe, which I know nothing about. But fucking Jeff Lemire took me away. It was beautiful. Fucking dug it. It was Batman and bloody. and I mean, it was Batman if it was bloodier. Is what it was, and I dig it. I dig it so much. Um, yeah, that's what I got from Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics. Let's go to Image. Image. We got Hit Girl Season Two, Number Twelve. I'm not reading the Hit Girl, uh, but there you go. Fucking Hit Girl for all you Kickass Universe fans. Do do do. Pretty Violent Number Six. Wow, they're already on issue number six. So there you go. Pretty violent. I did pick up Pretty Violent number one, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. And I like fun books. 
but it didn't feel like anything I des I necessarily needed to be tied to myself, just because I already have a super heavy pull list, but if you're looking for something obscure and bloody and fun, and, yeah, um, the deceivingly drawn, and you'll know what I mean when you pick it up, because it looks like a kid book, you open it up and you realize that's not a fucking kid book. So, yeah, pretty violent. There you go. Uh, safe Sex, number five. Not reading Safe Sex, because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what? <laughs> Jesus. Spawn, number 304. Already at 304. Good lord. Uh, Spawn, yeah, I'm picking it up, and I've, I've actually been reading it, and it's a cool storyline, but it's nothing that I really talk about on the podcast, because... It's something that if you're not caught up on at all through 300, you know, a continuous 304 issue story arc, then, yeah. That's just a, that's just, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Undiscovered Country, number three. Fully on board with this book. It's maybe one of my f uh, most promising image books, for sure. Maybe even most promising indie books from 2019. I I really like what uh, Soul and um, uh, Snyder are doing. It's a great team. Loving it very much. So that does it for the indies. Let's move on to the big two. Big two. We got Aquaman number 56. I'm not reading Aquaman. Is Kelly Sue DeConnick still doing it? Um, uh, no, Kyle Higgins is doing it. That's neato. Cool. Um, I like Kyle Higgins quite a bit. It's not that I don't like... Kelly Sue DeConnick. I like to see a you know, new writer jump on a character like Aquaman. I might pick that up just out of curiosity. Uh, Batman's Grave, number 4 of 12. This is the, the crazy Warren Ellis, Brian Hitch. Yeah, it, it's, it's nutso. It's nutso. It's a fun book. Um, Flash, number 86. Digging the shit out of Flash. It's a, uh, just kidding. I'm not reading Flash at all. <laughs> yeah, I know the old listeners for a second are like, no you're, no, you're not. You're a liar. You're right. I don't read Flash. Um, I only read two issues that tied into Batman. This is not my my character. But, you know, for those of you that are, there you go. And another Flash book. This is a Wally West Flash book, Flash 4, number 506. So this is stemming from the event of, uh, what was it, Heroes in Crisis? So yeah, there you go. Wally Weston Comics, 506. He-Man, Master of the Multiverse. This is, well, a multiverse of He-Mans. <laughs> this is number three of six. Uh, once again, not a book I'm reading just because I don't really know anything about Motu. And it's odd that I don't because that really should be right up my alley as far as my age range. But nope, I, I, never, I never got the Motu toys. I was a Turtles kid. Um, Justice League Odyssey number 17 uh, I, w I really wish I would have jumped on this book I hear it's great I hear it's really the dark side book But there's nothing wrong with that Legion of Superheroes number 3 I picked up issue number 1 And I got what I expected And that was to just be done with it at issue number 1 Not that there's anything wrong with the book It's just <coughs> Not my thing We've got some Hill House comics here, Lolo Woods, number two of six. I think this was the first Hill House book I didn't pick up, and that was only because it came out on a really heavy week. 
and it sucks because the premise sounds really really good so i don't know maybe because it's such a light dc week for me i'll pick it up because so far any nothing i've mentioned is actually on my pull list believe it or not uh lucifer number 16 that changes that whole thing around because it is on my pull list and Admittedly, I haven't really read it since issue number 7, but I like having it in my collection, just because if I am going to have a Sandman run, I want it to be Lucifer, so, meh. Um, Nightwing number 68, I'm digging the hell out of Nightwing, love Nightwing. Uh, this this whole owl arc is very interesting to me, and this is going to be the owl, or the arc, in my opinion, that turns Rick back to Dick. We're going to get some Dick back. Uh, question the death of Vic Sage, number two of four. This is a black label book. I picked up issue number one just because, you know, it's Jeff Lemire and it's what you do. Um, I, I, I didn't read it, admittedly, because it came out on such a heavy week. But I will have it in my collection on my shelf with the rest of my black label books. And eventually I'll get to it. I'm very interested in it. That's for sure. Uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number 7 of 12. Wow, this is still going, huh? Uh, obviously, I'm not reading this book. I don't really read any of the Superman books. We've got Teen Titans, number 38. Not reading this book either. I don't read any Titans books. So it looks like there's only going to be two books from, uh, three books from DC. The Question, Nightwing, and Lucifer. On my pull list, personally... But, yeah, there's still a lot of DC books coming out regardless. I might pick up Aquaman, too, just because, you know, why not? Marvel Comics. Let's see how we're doing with Marvel this week. We've got Avengers number 29. I'm digging Avengers. I think I missed that last issue, though. Uh, I, I gotta I gotta catch up. I'm an issue behind. I, I, <clears throat> this whole Starbrand arc. Didn't really like the prequel a whole lot, almost turned me off, but then I did read the first issue of the arc and loved it, just like I do all of the Avengers issues, and for whatever reason, I think issue two made it to the honorable mentions, just because of time constraints, unfortunately, that week, so I might have to do some back reading on this, depending on how heavy this week is, we'll see, we shall see, but that's Avengers number 29, Oh boy, it begins Iron Man 2020, number one of six. I believe this is a six-month event. I could be mistaken on that, but this is a big event. I was going to skip it, but I think being the Iron Man fanatic that I am, uh, even if I'm not all that confident in the event itself going into it, I still have to, to kind of know what happens because, you know, that's just... Uh, that's the OCD Iron Man fan in me. I gotta know. I gotta know. And who knows? Maybe it could be absolutely great. I um, I think Christos Gage is helping out again. I don't know. Yeah, Christos Gage and Dan Slott. Uh, Pete Wood's doing the art. I'm interested. I'm interested. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Jessica Jones, blind spot number one of six. What's this? Ooh, Kelly Thompson and Matia de Eloise. All right, the critical, the critical ugly. The critically acclaimed Marvel Digital Original Series by Kelly Thompson and Mattia de Luis Lulis Lulis Lulis? I don't know. Iluis? Oh, Mattia de Iluis, I bet you is what it is. Released for the first time as a print miniseries. Jessica Jones was once the costume superhero known as Jewel. She sucked at it. Now she's a private investigator at her own firm. 
alias Investigations, she sucks less at that. With the purple man gone, her relationship with her husband, Luke Cage, and their daughter, Danielle, is better than ever. But her past always comes a-knockin'. When a woman whose case she fumbled winds up dead on her office floor, Jessica goes from private investigator to prime suspect. Can she find the real killer and clear her name? Alright, a Jessica Jones mystery. I dig it. That sounds cool. Um, Alright, we've got a... Mm, revenge. Jeez, stutter much? Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider, number two of five. I, I like it. You know, I read the first issue. I liked it just fine. It's really cool. I'm obviously going to continue to read it. I have no reason not to. Uh, we've got Ruins of Ra Ravencroft. Try that again. Ruins of Ravencroft, Sabretooth, number one. Frank Thierry, Guillermo Sano, and Angel Anzueta. Alright, so we've got a whole Ruins of Ravencroft mini-event happening here, stemming from the events of Absolute Carnage. And the history of the Ravencroft Institute for the Criminally Insane has been shrouded in mystery for years. No longer in the wake of Absolute Carnage, the facility's past has started to unravel, and in doing so has revealed hidden chapters in the lives of some of the Marvel Universe's most recognizable heroes and villains. So there you have it. Um, Valkyrie Jane Foster, number seven. I like, you know, it's a Jason Aaron book, I believe still, right? Yeah, Jason Aaron and Al Ewing teaming up on it. Come on, come on. That sells it right there, right? Unfortunately, for whatever reason, I missed a couple of issues, and that drives me fucking insane. So, ugh, ugh. I really wish I knew what was going on with this character. Because I liked, I liked her in War of the Realms quite a bit. The last book to be talked about this week is Venom, The End, number one. So for those of you reading or into The End books, there's going to be five of them. And these are all the non-canonical <laughs> uh, final stories, the, the last stories told of these characters. So this is going to be the only one of the five that I'll personally be picking up. Uh, Adam Warren and Chamba. Alright. So the alien symbiote who bonded with Eddie Brock has been through a lot, but not nearly as much as he has coming. In a tale that literally spans over a trillion years, Venom travels the length of space and time at the last defender of, the li of life in the universe. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That cover's fucking amazing by Raza. God damn. I see you, Raza. I see you. Alright, so that uh that does it. Those are the priorities for January what are we at? Fifteenth? Fifteenth? Two thousand twenty. I hope you slurds have been informed, uh remembered, uh any other uh English word I can misuse to resemble some sort of new knowledge in your heads. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So, uh, support this podcast. Support this podcast by becoming a Patreon. Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. For as little as a dollar, you can support this podcast and help it grow. And then, uh, you know, you know, that's, you know, donating and money works, right? Also, if you don't really want to support with money, I guess I get that. 
uh, leave a review, or you could do both. That's super cool. Leave a review on either Apple Podcast or uh, Podchaser or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts or have the ability to leave any type of feedback. Those five-star reviews and comments are incredible and do the podcast wonders. So, yes, support this podcast. Become a member of the Slurred Army proper. Alright, you slurs, remember, support your local comic book stores on Wednesday. Hit them up, join a poll list so you don't have to, uh, you know, rush in and, you know, you never know. Like that, they may have just ordered a couple of those super awesome covers. Start a poll list. Pre-order books, that's the moral of the podcast. Alright, you slurs, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hello everybody, this is Brian Wayne, host of the Cheers to Comics podcast and official voice of NSCLiveTV.com. And I've got an announcement for you. This announcement pertaining to a re-grand opening and a super sale. And that being brought by Hooked on Comics. So Hooked on Comics is back and they are having a re-grand opening super sale that can be found on nsclivetv.com with a live stream super sale starting at 8pm eastern time and if you are from the Lebanon Pennsylvania area and Hooked on Comics is your LCS then jump in there all day from 12 to 7 and they're going to be having all types of sales within there as well and this sale pertain is going to involve uh, heavily discounted back issues. The guys from Paranoia Comics are going to be in there doing a signing. That's way cool. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a I don't know what a comic book drive-through is, but I bet it's amazing. So yeah, once again, tune into NSCLiveTV.com if you're not from the Lebanon, Pennsylvania area, to get that that uh, live stream super sale action, as NSC Live TV does so well that's 8 p.m eastern time so there you have it nsclivetv.com teaming up with hooked on comics nsclivetv.com your home for the best in auction action hey this is liz Hey, this is Heather, and we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast, a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon.